Well, that was Christmas at Molly's, which was a song that I first heard about five years ago when uh, I was putting Christmas by the Lake Volume 9 together, our charity CD for the Bluebird Foundation, and my good friend Paul Metza, uh, originally from Virginia, Minnesota, uh, now in the Twin Cities, had contacted me and said, hey, I've got a song that uh, you could use on Christmas by the Lake. And I absolutely fell in love with this song, uh, but so many of Paul Metz's songs, poetic and such an incredible story. He is a wonderful storyteller, poet. Um, uh, what else can I say other than that I'm really honored that he's on the show with us this morning to talk about uh, Christmas at Molly's. Paul, how are you? Tracy, I'm great. And before we go any farther, and I've told you this more than once, but I want your listeners to know that I'm forever in your debt for hiring me to open up for my hero, Gordon Lightfoot, and I believe it was 1997 at uh, at Connors Point in Superior where the Edmund Fitzgerald went out of first time Gordon had played there. And it remains one of my five favorite gigs I've ever played in my life. And I owe it all to Mr. Tracy Lundin. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thanks, Paul. What a magical night that was. I mean, oh, it was unbelievable. And right, you know, I mean, you're playing the wreck of the Edmund Fitz. I, I mean, later Lightfoot was playing the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and it seems to me, didn't a big thousand footer come come in? You know, almost behind the stage. He was. It was amazing because it was a beautiful night. I think it was later in the summer. Yep. So the sun had started to go down, and so you could see all the lights on the hills of Duluth come up, and it was just gorgeous. So right as he's playing those opening chords, and of course everybody remembers those chords and that song, there was this huge foghorn. I believe that was it was either the ghost foghorn of the ship, or it was a ship coming into port. But then when he, as he was getting done with the song, I believe there was thirty-eight sailors that went down in that tragedy and it was like 38 seagulls flew over the stage towards the end wow and uh it was absolutely pure magic yeah it sure was and it was so fun to be able to connect with you again at that show and have you there and you were just the logical person to open for gordon lightfoot in my opinion well, and that's because he was i mean he I, was my hero i mean that first record that he put out when I was about 12 called Lightfoot, it's still one of my favorite folk records. Yeah. And uh, he, his, when I got on stage to set up, there was a guy helping me out and uh, the guy couldn't have been nicer. And I figured he was just a roadie or part of the production crew. Turns out to be Gordon's manager. Oh, gee. Barely, I forget his last name now. Unbelievable. That's the way. But he couldn't have been nice. So when I got done playing, he said, would you like to meet Gordon? I said, well, of course. So he was in his trailer. And so we went there and he introduced me. Somebody was there, took a great photo of us. And Gord, I played five songs and Gordon goes, I like the first one, the third one, and the fifth one. <laughs> and I said, well, hey, if you're batting three for five in baseball, that, that ain't too bad at all. Heck no. You're an all-star. <laughs> you you might be an MVP. <laughs> You'd be an MVP plus the fact that uh, a musician of his stature would even pay attention to the 
opening act I thought was very special as well. Sure was. Well, you're a special performer and, and writer, Paul, and, uh, you know, let's talk about Christmas at Molly's because, uh, you know, people listening, we've got a lot of folks listening that remember Molly's Bar in in Superior. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that I was ever at Molly's, but after that uh, song, listening to it, it made me wish that I had been there more often or had been there at all because it was such a magical story of this place and this actually even this place and time. Tell, tell the listeners, how did whatever, you know, got you to writing a song about Molly's Bar on, uh, I believe it was Tower Avenue in Superior in the North End? Yes, it was the, on the North End. Well, it was interesting, Tracy. Uh, I used to play up in Duluth, as you know, Oh, geez, every three or four months back in the mid to late 80s to the early 90s. Yep. And uh, Superior always had their bars close an hour later. So I get done with, I usually played clubs, although I played a, uh, a few other uh, concert halls up there. And so a friend of mine said, hey, you want to go go to Superior and have a drink? I said, yeah. Because well, there's this place, Molly's Bar, we go to. I said, let's go. So we went and walking back, Walking into Molly's Bar was like walking back into 1935. It was this beautiful old classic saloon. It had the old tile. It had the old tin on the ceiling. Anybody that's been in an older saloon will know what I'm talking about. Yep. And uh, I remember on one of the walls, they had an original Barnum and Bailey's metal poster that they used to hang up in the thirties before the circus came to town. And, uh, so it had that, it had an old jukebox, and then Oscar, Molly's son, collected antiques, and he also sold antiques. So some of the antiques would be for sale, some would be just to decorate the bar. And Molly herself would always be there on the weekends holding court at the end of the bar. No and kidding. She was this, oh, yeah, she was this lovely woman. She was gorgeous till the day she died, I'm sure. She lived to be almost 100. She was born, of course she was, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and she got divorced in the early 50s and raised Oscar as a single mother running a saloon in Superior. Now, what was interesting, so I would always, uh, KUMD was always very nice to me. And I'd always be on the radio before I, I did my gigs up there. and. Uh, I'd always go, and remember, meet us at Molly's Bar after I got to know where it was. Meet us at Molly's after the show. So people would, so finally I was there one night, and I'd, I'd always go and say hi to Molly, and I'd buy her an expensive shot of brandy. Now, expensive and superior back then was like $4, well, right? Well, at that time, that was a lot of money for a superior That was a lot bar. of money. <laughs> but uh, she would sit at the end of the bar, and she would dispense gypsy wisdom. She had a real kind of a gypsy persona and really uh, knowledge and wisdom from another time. And she had a real, uh, this real twinkle in her eye. And she was always had a beautiful dress on. She was just delightful. You know, you meet very few people like that anymore, especially these days. They're all gone. Yeah. So anyway, I was there one night and people go, there's a message, he said, you don't know, but Molly's is actually known as a gay bar. And, and I never knew that then, until I, 
you know, a week well, ago. Yeah, that was interesting because it was, of course, uh, you know, the gay scene back in the uh, back in the day, especially forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, even was kind of underground. Yeah. You know, yeah, by the time sure. I started to go there, it was very, you know, it was gays and straights and everybody else, and everybody, of course, got along and. And it didn't bother to me that it was a gay bar. You know, I, I spent some time going to Moby Dick's in downtown Minneapolis when I'd be cruising down Hennepin Avenue. And, of course, Minneapolis, is ours. it has the second largest gay population next to San Francisco. So I was very comfortable in any of those situations. But uh, so, I got, so I told the guy, I said, oh, I said, well, that explains why I've got so many men at my gigs when I play in Duluth. I was kind <laughs> Kind of joking, of course, but uh, anyway. So fast forward to 1990, and I got a call from the company that ran the Southdale Mall in Edina. They were celebrating their 35th anniversary of opening. The Southdale Mall was the first kind of open-air mall shopping mall in America, and so they were celebrating their December of that year. And they were giving everybody that came and purchased something, a Christmas record that was recorded by uh, Twin Cities musicians. I believe Greg Brown was on there, although he was from Iowa. But uh, Minnesota, uh, he's well-loved here. Of course. Sure. I think the Steele family was on there. I believe Peter Struschko was on there. It's, you can still find it on uh, Amazon and uh, eBay. Those are some big was, names. Yeah, and so... Uh, so, but I was kind of blown them off. I'm kind of going, geez, a shopping mall. I said, you know, would Woody Guthrie write a song for a shopping mall? <laughs> so I kind of had my, my nose in the air. And at the end of our conversation, and they needed this song the next day. They had somebody drop out. So they somebody said, call Metza, and they did. So I said, at the end of the conversation, I said, by the way, what does it pay? And they go, $2,500. I said, I think I've got one around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I would have too, and I and I write terrible. <laughs> so what? Uh, so and you know what? Musician doesn't need money, especially during the holidays. Oh right? gosh, yes. <laughs> you know, I'll be so. Uh, anyway, so I looked at you know I have song ideas and titles and lines of songs written on on my phone bill on you know if I travel in, uh, on airplanes on air sickness bags envelopes and bar napkins. I happened to get somewhat inspired after a cocktail or two in a tavern. <laughs> and sure enough, I looked through my stack of uh, napkins and I had scrawled on there Christmas at Molly's. Wow. Well, it turned out about oh, four, three or four years before, there was a very good friend of mine. Uh, he was a Duluth East graduate. Uh, from 68 named John Hall. He was yeah. a, he was a played for sports lettering and all passed away a year ago, this past 4th of July, driving back from uh, Northfield where he was a golf pro. In fact, I, I played at his funeral, but he was a very good friend of mine. So I had met him and his friend, Dick Blinn. Uh, they had called me up on Christmas because they knew I was spending uh, Christmas with my sister, Kathy, who lived uh, and still lives in Proctor. And I believe Molly's was one of the few joints that was open on Christmas or it was Christmas Eve. It was one of the two. And uh, 
So we went there and had just a delightful time. And of course, Molly's was like walking back in time. And now it was all, had all the beautiful lights and Christmas decorations. And of course, Molly could have been Mrs. Claus, for God's sakes, at that point. <laughs> so anyway, so I had the title. And they needed the song by five o'clock the next day. They needed a recorded version of the song. So I sat up all night and I wrote a 12 verse song, the story of which a sailor gets off the ship uh, on Christmas Eve in Superior, could have been really any year, sees a star in the east and the star shines down and it leads him to Molly's Tavern. So he goes into Molly's Tavern and he has Christmas Eve like he's never had before, finds himself amidst all these beautiful friends. Molly Kit greets him at the door and says, we've been waiting for you. Good to see you. Um, the last line goes, uh, Merry Christmas, baby, is what she said to me. But it's like this each night in my tavern. So it was wow. really turned out to be uh, the chorus goes past the malt and the mistletoe. It's almost Christmas Day. So it turned out to be not only uh, a, a, a pay for work hire, which was great, but it turned out to be a very popular Christmas song of mine where I kind of told the story of Christmas through the eyes of the sailor in 12 verses. Oh, and, and it's it's incredible. I mean, uh, the and you, you hear something more every time you listen to it uh you know i know that sounds yeah. odd to some people but it's a story that keeps on giving every time i listen to it well i was really um if i can drop a name there was a great journalist who i started reading in the early 80s and i just loved his stuff his name was david carr he went on to write for the twin cities reader I remember several other business magazines yeah and then ended up the last 10 years of his life, he was the media columnist for the New York Times. And David passed away three years ago in the New York Times newsroom after he moderated a uh, discussion at the 92nd Street Y. But I was really uh, fortunate and honored. David wrote the foreword to my book, Blue Guitar Highway, which the University of Minnesota Press put out 10 years ago. And in the foreword, he said of all the Metsa songs, his personal favorite was Christmas at Molly's. I, you know, and I can't, I cannot disagree with that at all. That is a, it's an incredible song. Paul, the time has gone by so fast. I wish we didn't, uh, we didn't have these darn clocks at a radio station because. Well, uh, I understand that I've got my radio show, but people can, if they'd like, We've got a great video for it. It's a producer of my TV show, Andy Watson, put together. We have a lot of vintage photos of Superior, photos of Molly over the years. So they, all they have to go to is to YouTube, or they, if they go to paulmetzer.com, they can find it on my and, website as well. And that, that video, uh, Christmas at Molly's, is incredible. I mean, everything you've just said, you can listen to the song and see it in pictures. Uh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Paul, uh, you, you, my friend, I've, we've got to spend more time talking because every time we do, we, we literally have a blast and time seems to stand still. So, well, I want to wish you a happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Let's hope 2021. It can't get any worse than 2020, but you and your family and all your friends 
and all my friends out there in the Twin Ports that might be hearing this and, and on the Iron Range, I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Stay uh, healthy and stay strong and positive. Paul, you're a great guy, and thank you again for taking the time this morning to uh, spend with me on Talk of the Town. And Merry Christmas to you too, okay? I was honored, Tracy. Be good, man. Thanks, Paul. Thanks.